Welcome to the Hub Crawl, a roundtable podcast discussing all things Disney. I'm Eric. And I'm Tag. Each episode, we invite two guests to bring a question and talk about one of our favorite things, Disney. This week, we want to welcome Lindsay to the show. She's been with Concy Ears, one of our favorite travel planners, for almost five years as a travel planner. This past year, she became the president and co-owner, so she's my boss. She grew up in L. Uh, in not in LA, in California, right by Disneyland, and currently lives in a tiny mountain town in Utah with her husband and her three boys. Welcome, Lindsay. Thanks for having me. And I'm a nice boss, right? Benevolent oh, yeah. leader. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you two got something in common because you both live in like a mountain town, so you can mm-hmm. at least bond over that if nothing else. <laughs> also joining us this week is another, I would say, new podcast person as far as i understand it and uh, she's been with concierge of uh, since the beginning of the year she's a travel planner and the company's itinerary and destination content manager which sounds amazing and has been working with lynn who's been on this show before to co-host the new concierge podcast ears to the kingdom which she's had a lot of fun doing lots of stuff there welcome to the show annie thank you glad to be here Well, thank all of you for joining us. Now, this theme this week, I just want to explain to our listeners, (laughs) Concierge had a milestone recently, and you turned, what, seven, was it, Lindsay? That's right. Seven. Seven years. And so I thought, let's bring some concierge on, and let's kind of talk about, not all of our questions are going to be related to that, but a lot of our theme will be related to that. So hopefully some people will enjoy some of that. So, Eric, what is your first question this week? Well, what is a Disney thing you came to later in life than most of the fans, but now you love it? So that's a movie, show, something in the parks. What what did you miss out on earlier in life that you think is fabulous now? Uh, Lindsay, kick us off. Okay, so for me, this is staying at Disney hotels because Ooh. I grew up in Southern California. We would always go to Disneyland just for the day, you know, wake up early, go over, come home at night. So I never had a reason to stay at any of those hotels. And even when I went to Walt Disney World, my one time as a kid, we stayed at like a timeshare close by. So I always was so envious and curious about these Disney hotels and resorts, but I never got to stay in them. And then probably around five, six years ago, my husband had a work event at the Disneyland Hotel. And I was like, that's it. We're coming. So we all flew down. We were living in Seattle at the time and we stayed at the Disneyland Hotel and it was so so magical just to have like to be in the Disney bubble 24-7. The Disneyland Hotel, in my opinion, is the most magical of all the Disneyland hotels. It's just like so special and so fun. And so after that, I was hooked and I wanted to stay at another one, but they're not the cheapest. And so that was actually how I met Mike, the founder of Concierge, because I heard about Concierge and I thought, maybe they can help me find a deal. And so I contacted him and The rest is history. Now I have been a planner for almost five years and I've been able to stay at Walt Disney World, which those resorts are like on a whole different level. So there really is something special to staying at Disney. Although I think Tag probably disagrees with me on Hmm. that one. What does Tag think about that? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. You're just you're just you're baiting me here. You know, I actually had this conversation. So when we were there this last weekend, although when this episode comes out, No, it'll still be last weekend. Hey, look at that. We're recording the same week for once. We toured the DVC, the villas at the Disneyland Hotel. And I told Mm -hmm. the lady who was showing us their like demo rooms. I said, these are really nice rooms. I thought they were great. I said, my only problem with all the Disneyland hotels, like you were saying, Lindsay, is I used to live in Northern California. 
I would come down. We'd stay at the cheapest place we could find. All you need is a bed and a shower. You're not there very long. So I explained to her that I have a hard time, and I've explained this on the show numerous times, the difference between like the $150, $200 I pay at the Hojo now versus the $500, $600 a night to stay at something like the Disneyland Hotel when it's at regular price. There's there's not enough value there. I'd, I'd have to stay in the hotel more. I'd have to spend more time there for me to feel like it was worth it. Same thing with the Disney, the, with the villas. The villas are awesome, but I feel like I wouldn't want to leave the room because the room is really awesome. So then what's the point of going to Disneyland? You could just stay in a nice hotel somewhere. Anyway, Eric, I love this question. <laughs> I thought it was a tough question. And I tried really hard to think, what is something that like I came to later? And it was very hard. I, you know, I'm a habitual person. I kind of do the same things. I don't do a lot of new things. I kind of get in habits, especially with like the Disney parks and stuff. And I think what I've allowed myself to do recently and I've really enjoyed that some people like yourself, Eric, have done Hmm. is just relax in the parks. You don't have to run to an attraction or go watch a show or do anything in particular. You can just kind of be. And that's actually really nice, too. And watch the atmosphere, watch people go by and see what's going on in their lives. It's really pleasant. I know, Eric, you've talked in the show before about how you've taken work you know, when you wrote a lot more and you'd write mm-hmm. in the parks and stuff like that. I would like to be able to get to that point at some point. And I think I'm getting closer to that. But what about right. you, Annie? What's what's something that you came to later? Well, I just have to say, I love what you just said about that. And I, I've only been with kids in my adult life. And then I had my first adult only trip last year. And I was like, wow, I felt like I was able to like look up and look around and see all these things. I said, are there normally all these characters out and about? And (laughs) someone I was with was like, yes, they're always out and about. But I just didn't notice them because I was worried about losing a child or something. But, (laughs) But my thing for this question is just Star Wars. I just missed Star Wars as a kid. I just don't think it was really my wheelhouse. And I just was never into it, but I have three little boys like Lindsay and they are obsessed with Star Wars and they love everything about it. And so I've, I really enjoy it. I mean, I like the shows, the movies, the shows, and of course, Galaxy's Edge in the parks, but it's been especially fun to see it through their eyes. And my youngest in particular, his name is Johnny. He was four the last time we went and he just like cannot get enough of it. And we he that we were going to Disneyland to see the Millennium Falcon. We landed at the airport and he looked out the window of the airplane and, and said, where's the Millennium Falcon? And I was like, well, buddy, <laughs> it's not at John Wayne. Like we got to go to the, where it is. And so just to have him walk around the corner and see it sitting there was so amazing. And we built lightsabers the cheap way at Star Traders because they're kids and they like to use them so they can't have the real thing. <laughs> And they like did a battle with stormtroopers in the middle of the park. And it was, I mean, it was just so magical. And so that's been really fun. But I do feel like I'm really late to the party on like being into Star Wars. But Annie, I have to ask a follow-up question. Yes. For your three boys, what is their favorite era of Star Wars? Are they prequels fans? Are they original trilogy fans? Or are they sequels fans? Like what's kind of their wheelhouse of favorite set of movies um i'd say the the three in the middle the original i think that that's there but you know they we watched the mandalorian with them which actually was like after a while i was like i don't know if you guys are ready for this it gets a little bit scary but they really i think they like the shows we're watching ashoka and they like the shows but i i want to watch have you guys done this like start at the very 
you know how on Disney Plus they have them in chronological order and you can watch the entire library i i want to do that maybe we'll like we need a pandemic to happen again and that's what we'll that's what we'll do with the oh, next no. pandemic <laughs> you gotta, no way. You gotta be that. ready for it you gotta be ready have you seen case. episodes one two and three yeah. don't don't waste your time oh <laughs> oh wow lay it down i'm throwing wow. i'm throwing shade but i'm not uh, a fan of those three <laughs> Eric, wow. what about you? What's your answer to this question? Well, first, I have to say, I, I, one, two, and three, I'm not a huge fan, but I have come to appreciate them over time. And it's partly because of my nieces who got into Star Wars watching those movies. And then the new ones came out. They're like, there's a girl with a lightsaber. Yep. So they were very, very excited. My sister gave me this question and I asked her what her response was. And she said, Marvel. So it was a lot like you, oh, Annie, where. Mm-hmm. She used to make fun of me for being a comic book nerd. And she she said, I apologize. This stuff is great. <laughs> yes, my husband's inner... waiting for the Marvel chapter of our lives. No one is into it yet, but it's nice. coming, I'm sure. <laughs> nice. Well, I, I've, I've loved all these answers. Lindsay, you made me realize that I'm kind of the same with the Disney hotels because I didn't stay in one. I had I had always my sister and I would talk about when when I get married, we're going to we're going to go to, we're going to have our honeymoon at the Grand Floridian. So when I got married, I had my honeymoon at the Grand Floridian. And that was the first time I stayed there. And I, I got a Disney dining plan and all this great stuff. I'm like, oh man, this is fantastic. So then the next time when we went and stayed at a timeshare off property, I'm like, this is nice, but, but not your nice first Disney hooked. hotel was the Grand Floridian. Sure was. <laughs> that doesn't come oh up my here gosh. I guess not. I'm just thinking like, <laughs> Not only did you stay on property, but you stayed at like what I would consider like the primo ultimate resort. Wow. Yes. Well, now I consider the Polynesian the primo ultimate resort, but I haven't stayed at the contemporary, but I still think I I, I prefer the Polynesian to the Grand Floridian. I've done it. We're great. I want to go and eat at Victoria and Albert someday. That's also on the list. But hey, anyway, my real answer to this question, the one that I thought of immediately was Disneyland. (laughs) <laughs> because growing up in the Midwest, we went to Walt Disney World. I didn't even know there was a Disneyland until I was probably a teenager or something. Like, huh? They've got another one in California? Oh, and it's small? Oh, okay, whatever. And I didn't go until I started listening to Disney podcasts like Ears Up and The Sweep Spot, which introduced me to Concierge, like so many. And I finally went to Disneyland for the first time in 2016. So I, I, I made I made up for lost time. The following year was the year of Disneyland. I think we went four times <laughs> for various races and things. <laughs> the run Disney events really helped get us over there. Like, wait, you get a medal for running both coasts? Duh! I came pretty late to Disneyland, but I I do like it an awful lot. I still prefer Walt Disney World, but that's a different show. So that wraps up our first question. Lindsay, what's your question? Okay. My question is, there are a lot of Disney travel experiences out there beyond the theme parks, right? There's cruises, there's adventures by Disney, there's a bunch of different stuff. So I want to know if money were no object, which Disney travel experience is at the top of your bucket list? How about Tag? Okay. So, oh man, money, no object. The thing is, 
I'm channeling Teresa here because she always <laughs> says it's like choosing your favorite child or like, how can you choose between all these different things? And so I'm not really going to. I would like to take that expensive 109000 or whatever it was dollar trip around the world that I think was was under Adventures by Disney. I think that's kind of the umbrella it fell under. And yep. you visit all of the Disney parks around the world and a bunch of Adventures by Disney locations like Egypt and some other places. And it just sounds amazing. And in a few weeks, we're going to have somebody who actually went on this on DL Weekly. And so I'm going to probably hear even more about it. And I'm going to want to do it even more. So if money were no object, I would do that because then I don't have to choose. I can just do kind of a little bit of everything. Now, if I had to pick like one thing that wasn't something like that, I would just try to go over and probably visit like the Tokyo parks or something, because that's like the next kind of thing on my list. And flying that far from the Midwest costs a lot of money at the moment. So it's just one of those things. What about you, Annie? What's your what's your money is no object Disney thing you want to do? Well, I'm dying to go to Alani, but I doesn't feel like a big enough dream. I feel like I'll probably get there soon. We keep almost booking a trip and then it doesn't happen. But but mine is kind of an Adventures by Disney answer as well. I just think that I was I was really fortunate to be able to travel a lot as a kid. It was something that was really important to my family. And my mom was a really big traveler and lived all over the world and so was very... Uh, comfortable just sort of taking us and just being our tour guide and going to places. And I, we were probably in maybe like early high school, we went to Greece and all of a sudden she signed us up for like an official tour and we were on a bus and we had a guide and I was like, what is happening? It felt very like, why aren't we out driving by ourselves? And, and she said, well, the, I can't read the signs they're in Greek. And, and I can't tell you what we're looking at because it's literally not there anymore. It's a, it's a ruin. You know, I, we need an educational element to this trip. We need a translator to be with us all the time. We need to for someone to explain to us what this piece of land that used to be an Olympic, you know, track was the first one, you know, we need that translation. And so I just feel like, especially as our kids get older, there's just these destinations, Egypt, Greece, um, maybe Africa, just where you just need that extra bit. And I think Adventures by Disney is just like the best there is. So hopefully someday fingers crossed, we'll make that happen. What about you, Eric? What would you say? Well, I also would love to do an Adventures by Disney <laughs> trip, and I've looked so many times, and it's like the Alani, which it clearly, according to my, well, the listeners can't see my background, but I did go to Alani during COVID times because I had a lot of DVC points to burn, and they had a deal for um, get a fifth night free, which almost never happens with DVC stuff. So Alani's uh, amazing. Definitely go. So the next thing is Adventures by Disney or overseas. But I think the one that I've almost done so many times is one of the river cruises in Europe. Mm. And mm -hmm. the one that I want to do the most is the Danube River Cruise that takes you the Danube. And I want to go either during Christmas time to go to one of the Christmas markets or go to Oktoberfest because I've never been oh. to Oktoberfest and I would love to. It's been years since I've been to Europe. Many, many, many years. <laughs> I really want to get back and maybe if, if, if money is no object, then I'll definitely tack on one of those like adventures by Disney, like two day things at the end. Um, I have, mm -hmm. 
haven't looked at those lately because I'm like, ah, it's already expensive enough to spend a week on a boat <laughs> on the river. But yeah, a river cruise just seems amazing. I've never done any sort of cruise. And oh my gosh, really? Oh yeah, yeah. I, I, we we almost did a, a Disney cruise once, but we did not end up going. That Eric, I think you would thrive on a cruise. I just think you would be, you would love it. You would just have the I've best time. I've always thought I'd be bored, but I've be, it, now, oh. like Teg says, I'm more comfortable at the parks just walking around and looking at things. Why, if I can sit by a pool and read and, you know, I, I think it would be fantastic. So I definitely am on board for a cruise as well, but money, no object. We're taking the the week long Oktoberfest cruise up, up the Danube and, and then tag on something at the end, because why not? You know? Perfect. Yeah. I love the Adventures by Disney stuff, and I stare at them a little bit too long. They've got a lot better. It, that that site is, is actually, I think, better than either of the Disneyland and Disney World sites. That's true. <laughs> got really good presentation. They're like, oh, wait, people with money will be looking at this. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't have money, but I am looking at it. Uh, Lindsay, what are you going to do? I love it. I think we're all kind of in the same boat. We all want to be world travelers because mm-hmm. I too would go for an Adventures by Disney trip. If people aren't super familiar with them, Adventures by Disney, there's small group guided tours at destinations around the world. So like famous big cities and smaller, like more intimate experiences, like even throughout America, you can do like a cowboy thing in Wyoming and like all different stuff. But in every group that you go on, there are two guides who just like manage all the logistics and it includes, you know, your meals and your hotels. And these are all like curated trips planned by Disney customer service. There's no characters or anything unless your trip includes a visit to like one of Disney's theme parks. But beyond that, I mean, it's just like the really good Disney customer service. And as a mom who is used to kind of planning everything for everyone and a professional travel planner, the thought of taking a trip where I don't have to worry about anything sounds amazing. Like you just show up and literally they're like, oh, we're going to have this for lunch. And then we're going to go do this really cool VIP tour. And then we're going to have a break time in the afternoon. And this is where you get to go. That just sounds dreamy to me. So that's what I'm in for. Oh, I had to take a break for a second because I was I I was like, oh, the website looks good. And I'm like, hot dog. The Adventures by Disney site is better looking than any other Disney website. <laughs> However, I just really clicked is. on the Italy trip and I clicked mm. on one of the hotels you could stay at. And it took me to a not found page on the hotel's oh. website, to be oh, fair. No. Oh, no. So, so they're... That Ritz Carlton, the Ritz Carlton Rome isn't coming up for you. <laughs> the Malia Malaya Hotel, oh. the Grand Malia Rome Hotel link is not working. Oh. But anyway, whatever. That all sounds great. I think we all just need to go on an Adventures by Disney trip. I think that's really what it comes down to. Sounds good. So that is the two questions one? down, which means we've reached our halfway point. And if you want to help Eric and I. Get on an Adventures by Disney trip. You can support the show at thehubcrawl.com slash support. I'm just joking. We don't use the funds for that. We don't actually we need two, point, we more, two more anything. listeners and we can go. No. Oh, gosh. Two more. You're that. Wow. Just two. Okay. Just two more listeners, two more supporters, and we'll be there. The pledge we drive. do have a dis- <laughs> we do have a discord chat that we have some folks in that are uh our still supporters and eric and i are in there and we chat with uh in there quite often talk about our bonus questions our bonus question for this week that's fun is 
what is the most difficult thing about your career as a travel planner or podcaster? So if you want to hear our answers for that, make sure you become a supporter. And if you want to, if you are a travel planner, which I can't imagine we haven't had you on the show at this point, (laughs) or a podcaster, which I'm glad you're listening, I suppose, uh, you can hop in our chat and tell us uh, what the hardest part of your job is. Again, you can go support us over at thehubcrawl.com slash support. Oh, that's my line. Yes. Sorry, I was very into it. Old man, old man Johnson over there falling asleep on his Alani deck. Yeah, no, just, no, he's, he's, he's just on the he's on the Adventures by Disney site. Yeah, he's <laughs> just browsing Adventures by Disney. I, I, I am <laughs> I am literally spinning through the October fest. <laughs> but oh man, this this deck, you gotta you gotta see the, if you go to Alani, you have to see the Grand Villa. That they're they have tours up there all the time. It's it's oh. incredible. And of course the view is the 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 bestest of views. It's do they have tours there all the time because nobody stays in it? Um <laughs> that's tragic. If that's probably it. And this is the tallest one. Like, and they literally have stuff in the in the room that means that they're not regularly renting it out. At least this this was during COVID times mm-hmm. where I had to like take a test to get on the island and everything. But yeah, they had they had like a special photo booth up there and stuff. So it, it was hmm. it was dressed up for tours. The floor plan to this grand villa looks like it sleeps like an entire army of people. My entire yes. family could sleep there. And holy cow, if 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 I if I really had a lot of money, then I would buy enough points at DVC to stay in this room and take my whole family. Hmm. My favorite is the the butler entry into the kitchen that they make sure to <laughs> to call that out that there's special there's a staff entry into the kitchen area so you don't oh, have gosh. to be disturbed. Uh, we can, it's we can dream. I think that's the theme of this episode. Let's it's dream. It's a ridiculous <laughs> room and this this deck if I remember goes around a corner. So there's like there's just so we much wrap around. So oh, much okay. patio outside. It, yeah, All right, it let's was... let's move on from Sorry, that. Sorry, yeah, yeah, that's okay. Yeah, we're, talk- we're talking <laughs> about a picture here. that people can't see. <laughs> uh, that's great. Let's get back to the questions. Teg, do you have a question this week? I mean, I don't know. We can probably just sit and talk about Grand Villas at the Alani for another 10 minutes, and that would be All fine. Right, yeah, uh, okay. But no, what is a... Va- and maybe we will with, with somebody's <laughs> answer. What is a vacation that you booked for a client or heard that someone else went on, if you're not a planner, that you want to go on yourself? Annie, what have you had this experience? I mean, every trip I book, I have this experience. I, I well, as we're just talking, I did, I do have a, a family going to Alani in February for a week. They're staying in a two bedroom villa. So not quite the grand villa, but, but that trip is a great example of reason to use a travel planner to book your trip. I, the promo just came out. They booked this trip back in February. A promo just came out for their dates and I saved them $3,000 on their trip. Oh man. <laughs> I know. And it was the most fun email I've ever sent like because I didn't tell them about it it was just a total surprise but I also just recently had a family go to Walt Disney World it was a long trip and they spent the first couple days at Universal and they did a VIP tour and and then had a second day there and then they went to Mickey's not so scary Halloween party and then they had two days in the parks afterwards and it just felt like just a real nice cadence to the trip and and I don't know that I that sounded really fun I thought that sounds like a good time my boys aren't quite ready for universal yet so I'm I think I've kind of have glossy eyes looking forward to to that I want to mention before we move off of it you talked about the universal VIP tour I watched a video 
of a VIP tour at Universal for for Universal Studios Hollywood. And I think that is the best value in VIP tours because it's like 400 and something dollars. Yep. And you get like food. They, and they private, feed you. Yeah. They feed oh. you. Yeah. They do all of this stuff. And I'm like, wow, Disney charges like thousands of dollars mm-hmm. and they don't even feed you. <laughs> so and this like gets you to the uh, I don't know I just thought it was a great value you mentioned you also it, so get free parking at Universal when mm-hmm. you do it, it yeah there's yeah. like a ton of perks so Universal yeah, right. more it's more accessible you know I, I I I mention it to more families than I maybe would a Disney VIP tour because that seems really <laughs> that should be one of our dreams but no one said that but yeah yeah for sure always think about that it's a special treat yeah Eric what what trips have you wanted to do that you've heard about? Well, I'm I'm being a bit glib because I've only booked trips for myself and my family members. And it would be great to go on one of those again. And uh, <laughs> I just read your answer because I hadn't read it beforehand. And I'm like, you'd like to go on one that you've booked for your. Yes, I would. OK, very, I have very good memories and I would like to visit them again. Oh, OK. Mm, yeah, I'm just being sweet. silly. Yeah, I, I I don't I don't generally plan a whole lot, but Mike told me I needed to uh, I needed to practice. I'm not sure why, but it's 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 fun using it's fun using some of the systems and and learning how how planners do stuff. And that's I think that that's really what Mike was going for was see what see what planners do, see the tools that they have. It was a great learning experience. So I'm not really answering the question properly, but just uh, calling out a little respect for the travel planner community. There you go. Thank you. There we go. Lindsay, how about you? Well, earlier this year, I had a family go on an 11-night Greek Isles cruise with um, the Disney Cruise Line. That would be amazing. Also, if money is no object, that could be a good cruise because the cruise alone was a lot. And then they had, you know, excursions in every port, like France, Greece, like all these different places. So that was a pretty good trip. But also... This year, I had some awesome clients. Shout out to Paige and Kate. They went on the Antarctica expedition with Adventures by Disney. And Paige, Eric actually helped with this one. Remember that? I do. I need to to call Mike and have him pay for that dinner. I never did that. Uh Yeah, you really do. I'll buy your dinner. That was a good one. (laughs) Um, Yeah, Eric put together just he was talking about like Adventures by Disney has this really cool Antarctica expedition and Paige heard about it. And it had been like her lifetime bucket list to go to Antarctica. And newsflash, it's like really hard to go to Antarctica most of the time, like unless you're part of like some scientist excursion or something like that. And so to have Adventures by Disney do it was just totally awesome. And so they made the investment and traveled and it was like incredible once in a lifetime trip for them. So super cool. That's adventures by Disney Disney with it's with national geographic, right? It's like this one was just adventures by Disney. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was before the national geographic thing. Mm -hmm. Okay. But yeah, that was, that was a very fun, a very fun D one eighty to put together. I had a lot of fun writing that one and and recording it. Bryn put in a bunch of pictures. So I don't know if your, your client saw the video or listened to it on DL Weekly or the sweeps. I think they heard it on DL Weekly, as a matter. Oh, there we go. Oh, look at that. So tag, I owe you dinner too. Thanks. <laughs> uh, you you got us lunch. We're good. We're good. <laughs> no, I'm now I'm looking at this. I'm like Antarctica. It is hard to get down there at Adventures, but Disney just has a thing. Yep, they sure do. But their website, by the way, uh oh, no. 
a dead link <laughs> accepting an interest list accepting an interest list oh. so i think you have to call and then like if there's enough people they'll do it or something but well and mm-hmm. they can only do it at certain times of the year you know because of like weather and stuff so i think sure. they only sale like january february or something yeah this one be- says it's for december 17th through december 28th i heard mm-hmm. that joe roadie went on one of them and he was that's the other cool thing about adventures by disney sometimes they'll bring on like experts so right like they've had joe roadie but on Paige and Kate's trip, they had like a naturalist who like studies Antarctica and has filmed a bunch of like Disney, you know, they have those like nature documentaries. Like he's a filmmaker who like has made those and he was just on the cruise with them. Like he would chat with people at dinner, you know, they could That's just so cool. Mm. Well, now I feel stupid because I'm reading my answer and I must have <laughs> been uh, not paying attention because my answer for this question was, well, the around the world <laughs> Disney trip, but that like, I'm not going to say that again. And a bunch of yeah. I, now that you're talking about this, and like it wasn't my trip, I, like like it, you know the question was or heard that someone else went on. I'd go to Antarctica. That'd be really cool. Well, that's like a once in a lifetime kind of situation. I would totally do that. In fact, all of the trips we've talked about so far, I would go on all of them. <laughs> Greek Isles. This is a dreamy episode. Totally. Yes. You know, if somebody doesn't listen to this and call you guys to book something. We've done something wrong. <laughs> well, that was another great round of discussion that I'm sure all of us are emptying our bank accounts into something right now. Let's move on to our last question from Annie. Annie, how are you going to make us want to spend our money? I think I might be saving us here. <laughs> I might be saving us some money with this question. So in our family, we love the Imagineering story. We love behind the attraction. We love those. We actually looked at the magic. If anyone's watched that, the summary of the new ship, the magic ship that came out mm. a couple years ago, but we like those like fill you up with Disney knowledge shows. And so I'm challenging all of you to come up with a new show that's kind of in the spirit of that, that maybe doesn't exist on Disney plus Eric, any ideas? Yeah, I would love because I think the Imagineering story was my my favorite, but I want to see more from the day to day working Imagineers. We we have so few names that we associate with the team and we've mm-hmm. got those those major stars like like Joe Rohde or Kevin Rafferty or, you know, any of the any of the folks who have pretty much retired and moved on. I guess Joe Rohde was was pretty popular when he was still working here. But there's so many Imagineers that do a lot of this work that don't get any fan recognition. And I I mean, I'd love to hear more stories. I, like Ken and Lynn have had guys on the sweep spot that just, you know, painted things, painted characters, painted animatronics. Like that, that's the sort of thing I want to hear more of. I want to have Disney put forward more of the of the, the Imagineers and what they do, what they're working on. You know, maybe they can't talk about everything, but. That's that's what I want to hear about. And they like they did that one day special, sort of like that. Mm-hmm. Like, let's get some more regular folk stories that aren't doing like a mega project, like we're building a park in Tokyo. It's it, you know, hey, I helped design this aspect of Mickey and Minnie's runaway railway at Disneyland. Yeah, I'm the guy who made that poster. You know, that that's the sort of thing I want to hear about. Lindsay, how about you? That would be awesome. I want more Walt Disney. Like, have you guys been to Hollywood Studios and they have that 
short film about like the life of Walt Disney. One man's dream. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. (laughs) I loved that so much. And it's only like, I don't know, 20 minutes or something. I want like a multi-part series, like digging into Walt's life. Like, let's just learn more about him or something I've always wondered now that they have Disney plus, why don't they like re-air the Disneyland TV show, you know, that he used to promote and make money for Disneyland when it was being built. Or like the wonderful world of color show that he like hosted in the 60s. I would love to be able to watch old episodes of those. That's a great idea. Lindsay, I'm with you on that. I don't know why they have this stuff. Just put it on there. Like exactly. all the stuff. I don't know if you ever watched like early days of the Disney Channel at night. They'd have Vault Disney and it would have all these old black and white things. I don't know why they don't do that. Also, Eric, I want to shout out to you. Thank you for reminding me about One Day at Disney. I had totally forgotten about that show, but that was actually really great. Like little little segments of things. Loved yeah, it. Yeah, it was a great bo- a great picture book that you could pick up that would, yeah. has a lot of great extra material in there. That was a lot of fun. It's funny because when they announced it at D23, I remember thinking, well, this seems silly. And then I've loved everything that's come out of it. So I, you know, <laughs> I guess don't judge. Also, Lindsay, if you want a really good thing about Walt and his life, there's a two- yeah. Part American Experience PBS episode oh, on Walt yeah. Disney. Hmm. And it's, it's two it's, hours. Can you watch long. that on demand? You can you can buy it on iTunes or you can buy it direct through PBS or you can get it on the on Amazon or the Google Play Store. Mm-hmm. I'm just on the page right now for it. I just Googled Walt Disney PBS and it took me right to the website and they have like areas where you can buy that stuff. So like yeah, it was only a few click- bucks on Apple TV. It wasn't too bad. Yeah, if I click the uh, one for Apple or whatever, it's two episodes. And I'll have to check I'm it hoping, out. Yeah. And I assume it's going to be similar pricing on both, like on any of the platforms. Oh, five bucks. Part one's go. five dollars. Part two is five dollars. So not expensive. I watched it a few years ago and I thought it was wonderful. But anyway, to the question, I really <laughs> liked the show Prop Culture. I loved seeing like where the props and stuff came from and where yeah, they are I now. I forgot about that. That's a good yeah. show. Yeah. We we talked to Becky Klein. We saw her at a book signing in Southern California, and I asked about it, and she said she was trying to get another season done. But I'm sure with all of the Disney Plus losing money for the company, it's probably not something that's going to happen soon. But, you know, a special about a day at Disneyland I thought would be really cool. Like. What is a day at Disneyland like? So start at, you know, six in the morning or whatever. What are people doing around the park at 6 a.m.? What are they doing to prepare the park for guests? What are they, you know, do they have like little team huddles before they go to the turnstiles? Mm -hmm. Follow some different cast members around through like kind of their routine of their day of like what they do, you know, to talk to a, a person in the shop and see like what it's like to restock things while they're trying to do things. Or, you know, if they work at a outdoor vending, like how do they get, you know, more food and stuff? What's a shift change? Like, what's it like when they go on break? Like just all these mundane things that I think the fans would really enjoy. What is it like to get a costume checked out? And I've wanted to know forever. And it's the dumbest little thing, but the <laughs> cast members get these little, slips that come out of like a little receipt printer and they like walk to another cast member and they like hand it to them and then they take their place and the cast member walks off like what does that little slip say i just want to know what does it say (laughs) so things like that closing the park how do they clear the park at the end of the night how you know when when do they bring out the vehicles how do they light everything how do they hose down like i just want to see the workings of the park and you know what i'd even be happy if they did it for disney world 
or some other Disney park, because I'm sure it's similar at all of them. And I think that would be really cool to see what it takes to run a Disney park for 24 hours and kind mm -hmm. of highlight what some of the cast members go through and what their jobs are like. And that could be like a couple hour special, or it could be like a multi-part series that they do like the day they did at the, the one day at Disney. Annie, what about you? Uh, well, we were actually looking for my answer the other day because I thought they must have this, but they don't. We want a like a travel show that I then as a my advice to Disney, are you listening, is to make it mirror and match up to the Adventure by Disney, you know, portfolio, which obviously there's a lot of demand for Adventure by Disney. Just listen to the three or four of us. And just to have like a travel show that gives you information about one of the destinations that Adventures by Disney visits from that perspective. I think it could have so many purposes. One, if you're going on one of those trips, it could get you excited for your trip. If you weren't thinking of one, maybe it would be a good marketing tool for them to get you to want to go. But it would just be such a... I think that there's obviously so much about Disney that is about bringing the world to a place where more people can experience it, right? I mean, that's the whole concept of Epcot. And and I think that this would be in the spirit of that. Like, not everybody's going to get to go on an Adventures by Disney trip, but like they could experience it, especially a travel show that's frankly kind of geared towards kids or families so that that it would be accessible. Most travel shows, you know, my eight-year-old isn't going to sit down and enjoy, you know? So I just think that that would be a really fun show to watch and it would help They them. should, because that making yeah. of the Disney Wish documentary that's yes. on Disney Plus, like my family didn't yeah. really care about cruises, but I made them watch that. And that even turned my husband, who's like not super into Disney. He was like, we should go on a Disney cruise. I'm like, yes, yes we yeah. should. <laughs> the same thing happened in my house. Exactly. <laughs> I think we've actually watched it more than once. I know it just gets you excited and it, it just Good you know, gives you this spirit. Totally. It's great. Marketing. You, you forget one important thing. You talked about people who can't go on one. You've talked about people planning to go on one watching these, but what about, Hey, I want to show others this is what the trip I went on was. Sure, yeah. Or totally. I want to reflect on what that trip was. I want to like remember it. Like how many times do we go on a trip or go somewhere? And we've got maybe some photos or some video clips. But we don't, you know, we're trying to be in the moment and not be right. sucked to our phones, hopefully all the time. So having something like that where it's like, well, yeah, sure. That wasn't my specific trip, but it's the flavor of the trip I went on. That'd be super cool. Yeah, help you remember what happened. Absolutely. Well, this might be kind of a secret. I don't know. But what? on Adventures by Disney, the adventure guides oh, also double yeah. as documentarians of the trip. So they are taking photos and video of you all throughout the trip, right? So you get the whole family in and it's like candid shots and it's not just like pose all the time. And then when you go home, they gift you all of the photos and videos from your trip as like your going away present. So that's a pretty good perk as well. That's not Man. bad. I wish a trip to a Disney park would be like that. Like if you book oh, through totally. through the Disney, like, and they just have a photo pass photographer follow your family around. <laughs> That'd be oh, awesome. Oh, man. Well, that's some good knowledge there. I guess that kind of does it for this episode of the Hub Crawl. We'd like to talk more about Adventures by Disney, and maybe we <laughs> will in our in our bonus question. I need to go save some money. There we I go. Know. Yeah, oh. uh, we'd we'd like to thank our guests. Um, where can people find you? Do you have anything you want to plug, Annie? I'm at on Instagram at Adventure 
period adventure, obviously, adventure period with period Annie Dolan. And then you can come and check out Ears of the Kingdom, my new podcast. And then, of course, reach out if you want help planning a trip, especially an Adventures by Disney trip. (laughs) (laughs) I hope you at least get somebody asking about Adventures by Disney, because I did not expect it to be such a topic for this episode. But but here we are. Lindsay, what about you? Where can people find you? I know that if people are not following you on social media already, they should be because you post all types of cool stuff. Why, thank you. That's nice. I feel like I've been kind of slacking on the social media lately. But (laughs) yes, I'm on Instagram, boymom at Disneyland, but underscores, boymom underscore at underscore Disneyland. And then, of course, you can follow Concierge too. And yeah, we post a lot of good stuff on both of those. All right. They they certainly do. My my Instagram feed is almost nothing but Disney and <laughs> chef reactions. <laughs> Join us soon, next time. Soon David Bowie, maybe. Oh, mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe. You never know. Maybe I'll actually post some things. I, I need to be, well, I don't need to be better about it. I'd like to be better about that. But, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Join us next time, everybody, where we will continue to talk all things Disney. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, everybody.